Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Well, a lot happening in week 14, including a very, very controversial call at the end of the Chiefs-Bills game. Chiefs wide receiver Kadarius Toney with a foot on the line, if you will, right uh, at the line of scrimmage and over the line of scrimmage. That was an offsides. It negated an all-time awesome touchdown play. Mahomes to Kelsey throws back to Tony. He goes to the end zone, but it was all for naught. It gets wiped out. The Chiefs are so beside themselves because of this call. Mahomes goes 0 for 3 on the next three pass attempts, still complaining about it to the referees after the game. He and Andy Reid just going absolutely bonkers. Then you get to the night game, Dallas Cowboys statement win over Perloff's Philadelphia Eagles. And those are... Mm. Two of the big things that happened yesterday, but that's not all that happened yesterday. So every Monday at this time, we like to run something we call the hurry up offense, which is 30 seconds on every game from Sunday. All right, DJ, hit us off. Okay, let's get started in Atlanta, where the Buccaneers took first place of the NFC South with a late TD pass from Baker Mayfield, beating the Falcons 29-25. Yeah, it's a three-way tie in the AFC South, and nobody wants to win this division, it feels like, between (laughs) New Orleans, Atlanta, and Tampa Bay, all with those six and seven records. It's going to be a classic AFC South uh, finish here where someone's hosting a playoff game with a losing record. It is unbelievable. The four quarterbacks in the NFC South are, none of them are going to be there next year. Maybe Bryce Young, Bryce Young, whatever. We'll get to that game later. But somebody had to win that game. I had trouble watching that game. I don't, I'm sure you're the same way. Well, until the wild fourth quarter, yeah. they scored 25 total points in the fourth quarter alone. Ooh, I like that. We're not doing the horn this week. Well, the complaints about the horn, so I wanted true. to upgrade us. So now we have a bell. Okay. <laughs> so let's go to Chicago where the Bears shut out the Lions in the second half in a 28-13 win. Impressive performance from Justin Fields. Yeah, Justin Fields is putting the Bears in an interesting position. They'll probably have the number one overall pick with Caleb Williams sitting there. He's definitely playing better. And they're 5-8. and eight. They actually have an outside chance of making the playoffs. But as far as yesterday's game, we can't be surprised. Jared Goff outside in in December. I mean, come on. He did nothing to quell those uh, <laughs> re- the reputation that he can't play in gold uh, cold weather. Two interceptions and a fumble. Nothing is going right now for Detroit. They've lost two of three. Meanwhile, Chicago back to back wins and have won three of four. It's like yeah. two teams going in different directions here. Yeah, a lot of hype. Uh, it could put Chicago in a weird limbo where they don't know what to do in the off season. I can't wait. 
All right, let's head over to Cincinnati where Jake Browning threw two touchdown passes and 275 yards in the Bengals' 34-14 win over the Colts. How about that? Second win in six days for Jake Browning. Even though he had cramps in his thumb, he was awesome. And the Bengals are alive, alive in the playoffs. And Browning looks good. Can we talk about the other side of the ball? Yes. The Colts were starting to get some publicity. They Everyone looked at their schedule and saying this is a real team. I don't know who the Bengals beat yesterday because I saw the Colts that we kind of expected early in the season after Anthony Richardson got hurt. That could be a very bad team. They were outscored 20 to nothing after halftime. Their second half yep. went punt, punt, interception, turnover on downs, the game's over. That's not good. Not good at all. Let's head to Cleveland where Joe Flacco threw three touchdown passes in the Bengals' 31-27 win over the Jaguars. It's going to sound mean, but the Browns technically won. I think the Jaguars lost this game. Trevor Lawrence, three interceptions. There was a key fumble. They just could not get going for a long time. Maybe a function of Trevor Lawrence injured. He he didn't really feel comfortable with his high ankle sprain. I mean, the Browns defense is awesome. That's not the kind of team you want to play with an injury. But Jacksonville blew a key opportunity to get a win here to me. I can't believe Lawrence played in this game. And yeah, me he too. looked fine at times and not at other times. I mean, this was just mind-boggling to me. But how about Joe Flacco getting more appreciation and attention, I think, right now for what he did with the Browns and being named the starter for the rest of the season than he ever did before? Uh, Jacksonville's defense is not good either. Vulnerable, yep. Let's head to New Orleans where the Saints had a punt block for a TD in their 28-6 win over the Panthers. Are we going to ever talk about Derek Carr's concussions? Are we just going to yeah. let that sort of go? All right. I guess we're letting it go. Uh, he was not good. 18 for 26, 119 yards with the two touchdowns and the interception. But the story of this Perloff was Bryce Young. New coach. Doesn't matter. He looks totally lost out there. I mean, Thank God they traded that first-round pick because if they had the number one pick next year, Bryce Young would be gone already. He He's very small. We know that. But he's missing wide-open guys. I, I find it frustrating. It's one of the most surprising letdowns I've ever seen because I was a big Bryce Young fan. We knew he was going to be injury-prone, but he just can't play quarterback right now. They were one for seven on fourth down. <laughs> oh. like, holy moly. Rough performance in uh, New Orleans for Carolina. Okay, the JETS scored 30 points all in the second half in their 30-6 win over the Texans. Zach Wilson, 301 yards on the day. I don't want an Eagles Super Bowl. I don't want good presents for Christmas or anything. I want Zach Wilson to be awesome the rest of the way <laughs> just to see how incredibly <laughs> hypocritical the entire New York media is who went on these rants about how Zach Wilson is destroying us. If Zach Wilson is good, are they all going to double back and say, yep, told you so. <laughs> I mean, the hypocrisy in this town is disgusting. Listen, to me, no offense to the Jets. The bigger story here is C.J. Stroud. I mean, the Texans, this is one of the feel-good stories of the NFL and how good Stroud is. Now he's got a concussion. Not only that, Nico Collins was hurt in this game, so you already lost Tank Dell. Now you lost Collins. Um, ah, I, I just I hope this isn't a turning point here for Stroud. What if it's a turning point for Zach Wilson and he <laughs> gets an NFL career after this game? He might. I hope he does for his sake. Okay, let's get to uh, Baltimore where the Ravens had a walk-off win. Tylen Wallace, 76-yard punt return to beat the Rams, 37-31. What a, yeah, sorry, oh, go ahead. Oh, what a great game. Everything yeah. about this was so competitive. You saw Cooper Cup and Puka Nakua just excelling for the Rams to keep them in against, I think, a much better Baltimore team. Lamar Jackson, key drive at the end of regulation. 
Uh, I couldn't ask for anything more. This this was one of the more entertaining games of the season. It was. I was surprised that bad weather, that the Rams were able to move the ball yeah. and put up those kind of points on this Ravens defense. That was a little surprising, but you're right. I mean, Lamar, listen, we should be talking about him for MVP a lot more than we are. It's just the bar is high for him. Yep. In a game that my brother called the toilet bowl when he texted me yesterday, the Vikings <laughs> beat the Raiders three three to nothing in Las Vegas. Again, how Devontae Adams has not asked for a trade is completely beyond me here. I was rooting for a 0-0 tie. I think you're not American if you weren't rooting for a 0-0 tie. And does anyone feel like it was a little sad when Josh Dobbs got benched yesterday? Yeah, I don't like this Josh Dobbs getting benched thing. <laughs> I like Nick Mullins. He's another guy I happen to, another backup quarterback I'd consider a buddy. No, I've met him a few times. Yeah. But Josh Dobbs, that was such a feel-good story. I mean, he was bad. He wasn't. Was he that bad? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he was. I mean, nobody could get the ball over over midfield. It was a complete slog. What's next? I feel bad for the astronaut. Uh, let's get to <laughs> San Francisco, where the Niners kept a good time rolling. They beat the Seahawks 28-16. The game kind of ended in a little bit of a fight. Fred Warner and uh, and DK Metcalf getting into it. Yeah, I mean, obviously the Niners won that battle because DK was getting owned and kind of tried to get in the face. It was a loser mentality. I love DK Metcalf. Interesting to me, the Niners have these three guys who are MVP forces who are going to knock each other out of the end. Well, two guys, McCaffrey and Purdy, are playing like MVPs. They're going to knock each other off. And then Debo Samuel is probably the most valuable player as well. We talked about this with Seattle. Now losers of four in a row. I mean, things are really coming off the rails here, and they've got a tough game against your Philadelphia Eagles next Big week. Game. And obviously Philly coming off of this loss in Dallas. They're going to be super motivated, I think. Um, fill in this... Fill in the blank. The Seahawks missed the playoffs. Yeah. Dot, dot, dot. Might be time to start over. Might be in for P. Carroll. Mm-hmm. Let's get to KC, the game we've been talking about plenty. But I want to get show love to Maggie's Bills. They won this game 20-17. to 17, A big win after a very tumultuous week in Buffalo. Yeah. I mean, let's keep it under the radar, you know. Just another win. Keep their hopes alive in the playoffs. It's going to be a really tough road for Buffalo. But this was a gritty one for them because the offense was really stalling in the second half. It was just Josh Allen hero show. Uh, Yeah. Why is this EJ? Why are you sticking up for a bills? They need love here. Come on. We're talking all about the chiefs and the refs. And I thought you were a Jets fan. You shouldn't hate the bills. You shouldn't hate the chiefs. I don't like the bills, but I'm saying we've been only talking about the chiefs and how they lost the game. Someone actually won the game. Chiefs. Wah, 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 chiefs. I felt like the Bills had an edge because of desperation there. I, I know that's not, not a thing. Not but in I, the second half. There was a narrative where everyone said, well, I kind of like the Bills here because they have to win, and they're playing like they have to win. And I mean that as a credit. I know they didn't move the ball. Let's get to our last 4 o'clock game of the slate. The Broncos beat the Chargers 24-7. The big story in this one, Justin Herbert going out with a fractured finger. Could be done for the year. Yeah. Wow. Or you could say the big story is that Denver's, the, Denver's now a game behind. Just but, one game back of the Chiefs in the AFC West. But the thing is uh, that they didn't move the ball consistently at all. So you look at their offense, it was basically one lucky bomb to Cortland Sutton that he caught with one hand. The Broncos are, are doing it in a very low-octane kind of way. <laughs> You're right, but they started the season 1-5, and five, and now they're solidly in the hunt. I mean, as for the Chargers... 0 for 12 are you, on third down. Who cares? There's nothing to say about the Chargers. It's going to be a new coach, probably a mostly new roster next year. And let's get to the Sunday night game. Cowboys, Eagles, NFC showdown, division on the line. Cowboys roll 33-13. 
statement win for the Dallas Cowboys because they needed to beat a good team. They've been killing bad teams. They needed to beat a good team. And guess what? They killed a good team. Cowboys should be feeling good about themselves. Don't let people like Perloff steal your joy, Cowboys fans. I think the Cowboys are a good enough team where they should treat this like a regular season game and move on to the next one and say, let's go to the playoffs. They're a really good team. I think it's almost downplaying them to say they should celebrate this game because they have, they have everything. They're a bit bit singularly dimensional. What's the opposite of multidimensional? Uh, vanilla? Predictable. Yeah, honestly, like a, I think of Bill Belichick, if I was playing the Cowboys, I would take out C.D. Lamb. The Eagles like to cover him with a JV cornerback for some reason. <laughs> no, but, that's just their secondary. Yeah, I, I think that CeeDee Lamb is amazing, and then a little Jake Ferguson. I just don't know if that's enough weapons against the Niners. That's all I'm saying, Maggie. Take your flowers. It's a great win. Let's see. Listen, the Cowboys get so over-scrutinized at times. I think it's okay for them. First of all, they're the ones who are calling this a big game. They were the ones who were saying we need to do it on a big stage. Right, they're so, the ones with the loser energy but, who can't get it done in the playoffs. But I think it's okay with when you do it, you prove something to yourself. You already had like your total rock bottom of the season, of the regular season, when you got wiped out by the San Francisco 49ers. To show growth is not a bad thing. Ask, I'll play Dak Prescott. Ask me a question, and what does this win mean? Dak, what does this win mean? It means nothing. It was a regular season game. We beat a divisional opponent. We're happy about that, but we are focused on a much bigger goal. Okay, it's well, not the it's, we're not the NBA with the in season tournament. <laughs> we're about winning a Lombardi Trophy. Let's hear what Dak actually had to say. He said the Cowboys needed this. We needed it. Uh, yeah, let's not sugarcoat that. We needed that. Uh, obviously, I've talked about it before. Mike talks about it, about grabbing a huge chunk of confidence and moving forward, and um, being able to do that against a team like that here at home, um, place that we've had a lot of success at over the last two years, uh, puts us in front of the division, right? Does Todd? <laughs> Whatever details. Uh, top of the division for now, but everybody in the NFC, the top three teams, ten and three record: San Francisco, Dallas, and Philly. Meanwhile. San Francisco clearly holds tiebreakers over both those teams. And, you know, we glossed over it a little bit. We only gave it 30 seconds. But for the Detroit Lions, who now are at 9-4, mm-hmm. and four, like, you have Minnesota sitting there at 7-6, and six, but obviously, you know, they needed a miracle field goal to win that game yesterday. You're not, like, feeling that confident. Detroit was a real feel-good story, and it yeah. seems like the air has just come out of the blue. Yeah, I mean, Jared Goff, not great outside. Listen, there are some interesting... Jamar Gibbs is outstanding. Their rookie running back. Jameer Gibbs, sorry, uh, is outstanding. But I, I do think... Amar Ross St. Brown kind of hit a wall. He dropped a couple passes yesterday. Nothing was going right I, I don't think... Honestly, I, I think it's been about a month now where people have said the big three in the NFC. I feel like everyone was saying it was Dallas, Philly, San Francisco... For some reason, I don't think it's just yesterday's loss. I think we put Detroit to the side. Well, it's also because they've lost, what, two of their last three. Um, but even in their wins, some of their wins were kind of... Well, the defense... They came has, back against the Bears. Like, they, yeah. they beat some bad teams pretty narrowly. No, the defense has not been good. No. But there was a thought that they would get the number one seed, almost like Jacksonville would, just because the division was not as good. Yeah. And now here you're seeing the Green Bay Packers. We're going to watch them tonight on Monday Night Football. They're a six-and-a-half-point favorite on the road. I mean, here come the Packers. Well, the Lions Maybe still, here come the Bears. The Bears Lions, are so far out of it. Lions but. are nine and four. Are yeah. they still could technically get the number one seed? Because I think the Niners lose to the Ravens, and you're going to have possibly a four loss team. Listen, Lions fans, all is not lost. You're making the playoffs. You're fine. But this idea of them being contender kind of looks like, oh boy, I think we might have overrated them. So they have two games left with Minnesota. Oh, who's that's good. Top wild card team. 
Oh, wait. In the NFC right no, now. No, I thought you meant that as a positive thing. Well, yeah, but I mean, Minnesota's right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what they're going to do at quarterback. They're probably going to go with Mullins, I would imagine. Yeah, I mean, this is good. I, they, Minnesota just played a 3 nothing game. That was just such a, that was a silly game. Really silly. George has been on the line. He's calling from L.A. with a thought on very plucky Rams. Hey, George. Hey, guys. Uh, good morning. Yeah, if they were playing anybody but Lamar Jackson, I think they win that game. Aaron Donald at one point was holding on to Lamar Jackson. Somehow he's able to throw that pass. Unbelievable talent. But, uh, you know, that backup tight that's why he's a backup. On that drive, the last drive with the Rams on third and four, he was wide open. I'm not complaining, but he should have caught the ball. But this Ram team, there are six lead changes in this game. And if they keep playing like this, I'm not saying they'll make the playoffs, but if they keep playing like this, they, they can be a very dangerous team. And thanks a lot, guys. Actually, George, I thought of you on Sunday, and I, as an Eagles fan, I was like, oh, Thank God we're not going to have to play this Rams team in the play. I was glad the Rams lost. They're really good. They, I mean, they went toe-to-toe in Baltimore in the rain. So they'll probably fall just short of the playoffs. And hopefully the Eagles get a NFC South or <laughs> Minnesota because the Rams are good. Well, it's the team no one wants to play. Yeah. Meanwhile, uh, the Rams blaming late-game issues on the communication yeah. in the helmet where Matthew Stafford could not hear the play. There are some W's on the schedule for the Rams. Washington, the Saints, at the New York Giants, and then they finish the season at San Francisco, but San Francisco might not need this game. Oh, that's unlikely. I mean, San Francisco's probably not going to have a two-game edge on Dallas. Because Dallas and San Francisco might go in. With, uh, that seems unlikely. But okay. Yeah, uh, I, now I have to be worried about the Rams. Thanks, baby. I was <laughs> really saying. relaxed. If you don't win the division, then you won't have to worry about them. You get the, I, no, so, if they win the division, they, the Eagles would get the Rams. No, I'm saying if you don't win the division, you won't have to worry about the Rams because you'll you'll end up getting probably the Bucks or the Falcons. I'm very well aware. I, I've played this out all night long. <laughs> I want the Eagles to get the two, then have to play the Lions in the second round. I want the Cowboys to get the four and have, I'm sorry, the five and have to play the Niners in the second round. The Cowboys and the Niners beat each other up so bad, somehow the Eagles get through and have a wounded team to play in the NFC title so game. So essentially you're saying what happened last year? <laughs> Basically. Yeah. No, 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 because the Niners came into that game in, in, in Philadelphia fairly healthy. I mean, McCaffrey was hurt. Again, that's not a surprise. That could happen. 855-212-4CBS. All right, Perloff has to leave to go to jury duty. I know. Are we sure he's telling the truth about this? I'm skeptical, especially now when I see him coming up, coming in with black eyes and bleeding. Like Like maybe he's making it up. Maybe he has a second life. It's Anything's on the table right now, so have fun at jury duty, quote, unquote. Who leads a second life at 9.15 a.m. Eastern time? Look, I I watched Daredevil, okay? I saw Matt Murdock going from (laughs) law, court, Court, quote unquote, to then beating up, you know, Wilson Fisk. Honestly, I'm not gonna put it past you. That's exactly what someone would say if they yeah. were leading a double life. Exactly. Yeah, that would explain the uh, the black eye. Uh, now, Matt Murdock's the coolest. I have eyesight and I cannot beat up anybody. So <laughs> trust me, I'm not out there being a superhero. Eight five five two one two four CBS. Okay, we continue. We've got headlines coming up. Also, we get to your phone calls on the Kansas City Chiefs and their reaction last night, yesterday afternoon. Mahomes having to be physically restrained from going after the referees. Was he in the right or was he in the wrong? We'll get to that. 
Don't move. Maggie and Pearl off CBS Sports Radio. Tonight's Monday Night Football Preview is sponsored by FanDuel Sportsbook. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. And you got a doubleheader on tap tonight. You've got Miami going up against the Tennessee Titans. I also have an offering for you. How about the Packers at the New York Giants? Manny's excited. Tommy Cutlets, baby. Okay. This guy will go to the opening of an envelope, by the way. He's been at every bar in the tri-state area selling his soul slash merchandise. Got to strike when the iron's hot. Yeah, 15 minutes of fame. Andrew Bogish yep. is here. We just found out Bogish uh, getting schnockered at the hol- holiday party over the weekend. What happened? It's like it didn't happen. I wasn't even there. <laughs> uh, so, so you, was this like a New Year's Eve where you're asleep by 10 p.m.? Uh, I think I was awake at 10 still. <laughs> But you yeah, were told it was it was at our house and we spent the whole afternoon like getting ready, running around, didn't have a uh, didn't eat enough. Ah, it was no a very base. like it was my first beer. Empty stomach, had two beers, two vodka cocktails, and then somebody handed me a tequila shot in like 70 minutes. <laughs> and all of a sudden I was like, I'm probably gonna go lay down now. And that was at 10.30, 10.45, in my bed, fully clothed. <laughs> Woke up two different times briefly. People just screaming at me. I think there are pictures of people hovering over me in my bed. You're lucky there's nothing written on your face. 100%. I, I, maybe that's where my wife stopped them from messing with me. So I'm just slowly learning what might have been done while I was, while I was passed out. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, it was, not a, it was not a good scene. And very, very unlike me. Please I'm gonna be, don't. I'm going to be honest. A couple amateur moves you made there. First, more than one. No eating. Yeah, bad, bad idea. That's something, especially as a woman. Like a lot of times, you won't eat before you go out, and then you learn when you're like 35 mm-hmm. that you got to start to eat. 40. 35. <laughs> that you got to eat something before you go out, and then you've never heard beer before liquor makes you I, sicker. Liquor before beer, you're in the clear. I, I. In fact, said that to myself in the <laughs> afternoon. I was like looking at all of the options that we had to drink, and I just it was it was a bad scene. Wow. So, what was the morning after like? Um. So, I mean, I was I was okay for the most okay. part. Um. Well, you, you had know, a I, lot of sleep. I had a lot of sleep. I didn't. <laughs> moving was the issue. Like, I was fine sitting still, <laughs> but if I moved, like. Half my body, like the in part, like the inside of me didn't fit with the rest of with the outside parts. So it was like an extra like 10 seconds of like everything settling back together. So, so you were like the Matrix, basically. You were like Neo, just like moving in like kind of slow Neo. motion. Yeah. Yeah. I think we have audio of that, actually. I'm sure you do. <laughs> <laughs> well, our own Andrew Kaplan said uh, he's pretty sure you could have had a full stomach and still gotten drunk off of all that. Probably true. He might be right, but then it would come up. My question is. Yeah. Which didn't happen. My question is, we all, we've talked, at least Perloff has a bunch about Bogish being the mean one of this group. Yeah. Mm. I'm wondering, is Bogish a mean drunk or a friendly drunk? <laughs> I, I feel like you'd be more friendly since well, normally, I guess you're getting this mean label on this show. Yeah, since I'm, in my defense, I don't think I'm really that mean. I think I'm still a nice person. Like I, I remember everything that happened until my decision to go lay down. And I wasn't mean to anybody. Here's I remember question. laughing, having a good time. You had full clothes on when you passed out. Yeah. And shoes? No, because I was in, it was in my house, so I 
think I had socks on only. Uh, I was not wearing shoes. <laughs> it's always the in biggest indignities, and you pass out, and it's like, couldn't even get your shoes off? Yeah. It's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> but the real victim here, the real, I'm sorry, the real person that gets the blame is my wife. I like her a lot. She's very cool, but <laughs> she's, like she's the partier of our, of our dynamic and always mm-hmm. has been. So she likes to point out that she can count on like one hand the times that she's seen me really messed up. Yeah. So like every time we have a new friend, she like dares someone oh, to, to get, get me drunk. Uh-huh. So we had new friends and this this is a guy that gave me the tequila shot that was the clincher. And it's because <laughs> she was like, oh, you never gets drunk. You should. And then there I was. So like she need, we need to move off of this. Wow. We're plus 40. They call Leave me alone. The widow maker. Um, <laughs> you know, you can always just say no. I, I, yeah, well, you can't turn a shot down from your, from my guests See. at your party. I mean, it was too early and I didn't feel bad before the shot. It's and not then like you're sh- driving. Right. I'm not going anywhere. And it said it was a new friend too, right? Yeah. So I like, I wasn't going to be a jerk and say no. And I didn't think it was, I was that much that deep into the woods, but then, 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 then we're, there then we were. Then it was 6am. You were like, oh my God. Yeah. Remember, remember when we went to go party with the bogushes? Yeah. That Andrew kid, he's a, he's a lightweight. <laughs> I was going to say, this is not the way to win friends and influence no. people is to get totally <laughs> no, crap There was definitely some shame meeting. yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Going back to your text messages, like, oh no, <laughs> no. So I did text our group pre-drinking. I was going to say that it would have actually like explained a lot yeah. if you were hammered. No, no, no. I was just in, I was in a in party mood at that point, <laughs> but that was pre-anything going into my body. While I was drinking, I did text our WFAN friends who were at the Islander game in a suite, and I live 15 minutes from their new arena. Yeah. So I was like, you guys should come here. Thank God they didn't because <laughs> I I would have been asleep and strangers would have been knocking on my door, my all in Islander jerseys, and my wife would have to turn them away. And guess what? I know those WFAN New York City hosts. I feel like They'd they, still be at my house. They would still be there. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It would have been a, a, quite the show. Well, Spencer Seeks asking, was it a swinger party? And that's It your, might have your... been after I went to sleep. I don't know. <laughs> or maybe while you were... That was a question with our text because like, yeah. I, I was calling, talking to Maggie and Perloff last night for the show and they... They didn't understand the text. I had to explain it to them. What didn't you understand? I'll I read under, the text. I, I don't care. I understood it, I thought, but it was kind of implying that your party was going to be a swinger party. Well, I mean, it's not because we're generally lame. It was just <laughs> following up on <laughs> the theme of the show following. because the first people that came uh, brought things from Colorado that Pete's afraid of. Oh, that was of. real. Uh, yeah, oh. yeah. So, By the way, that will put you out, too. Though that was the only... I mean, that normally is... The exclamation point on a night, and I never got there. <laughs> oh, bogus. Yeah. It was a bad scene. So Brutal. And on top of everything else, everybody brought things. So I still have a fridge full of beer, which I wanted it to be empty. And everything that we bought was restocked. So we have to have, like, another party to get rid of our supplies. We're available. Maggie Pearl Come on. Party. The other, so was the hangover so bad you swore off drinking? You, everyone's been, has that hangover. You're just like, I'm never drinking again and then eh, next week i mean the, around. the problem <laughs> is new year's eve is looming with probably all of the same people so i'm gonna walk into You're a lot host of new year's eve? no 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 somebody oh. else is but i'm gonna that's gonna be a night of mocking me like for the christmas party you're not making it till 9 45 
I mean, that's hard for me to begin with. I'm so tired. <laughs> you have headlines for us. Sure, yes. right. Uh, headlines. Where are they? What time is it? 9.30. <laughs> Here you go. Uh, while the Chiefs were complaining, the Bills celebrating a near-must win 2017 at Arrowhead yesterday. Josh Allen's club now part of a large AFC group at 7-6. and six. We've been kind of approaching this as this is the playoffs for us. Um, every game from here on out is is that important. Um, and we gotta we got to keep going. Again, we'll celebrate this one tonight. The Bills, though, 11th in the conference at the moment, the last of those seven and six teams. They wasted a 14-0 lead yesterday before improving to just three and six in games decided by six points or less this season. The Chiefs begging for help after Kadarius Tony was called for offsides, negating the potential game-winning touchdown. As you all know by now, KC... Now 8-5, and five, only a game better than the Broncos in the AFC West. Denver taking care, taking care of the Chargers 24-7. 24-7, am I still drunk? Justin <laughs> Herbert, a broken right index finger after that one. Uh, now, I owe the Cowboys an apology. It did not make sense back in the summer when they signed a college soccer player to kick for them when they were proven vets on the market. But Brandon Aubrey still hasn't missed a field goal. Aubrey nearing the end of the first quarter from 60 on the left hash. Long kick, plenty of lag. What a great call by Mike McCarthy, just as everyone said he should do. He sends in Aubrey for a 60-yard field goal, and Dallas leads 10-0. Brad Sham, Cowboys Radio. Aubrey 4-for-4 on Sunday Night Football. Now 30-for-30 field goals on the season. He also went from 59 last night. As Maggie already mentioned, he's the first kicker ever with two makes of 59 or longer in the same game. The Cowboys also scored three touchdowns in the 33-30, the 33-13 beating of the <laughs> Eagles. I need a drink. It's Dallas setting in. You need hair of the dog. Leads the NFC East this morning because of one more division win than the Birds. Can we get Bogus a Bloody Mary or something? Uh, no thanks. <laughs> and there's no circumstance that calls Maria for that. How about a Bloody Maria and then have a little more tequila in your, okay, in fine. your life? <laughs> or like a screwdriver mimosa. I'll take one of those. Knowing you, you'll take one of each. That's your problem. <laughs> he will not be here tomorrow. Uh, no. Joe Flacco came in off the street and resumed carving up NFL defenses. 311 yards, three scores, and a 31-27 Browns victory over the struggling Jaguars. And then Kevin Stefanski named Flacco his starter for the rest of the season. I think you expect him to get better uh, as he gets more comfortable in our system with our players, those type of things. But uh, you know, we just talked about him and all of our guys doing their job, giving us their best, and, and I thought this, that's what he did. The Browns and Jaguars 8-5 and five like the Chiefs. Bronny James debuted for USC yesterday in an 84-79 OT loss to Long Beach State. He had four points, three rebounds, two assists, and two steals in 17 minutes, roughly five months after going into cardiac arrest during practice. USC football hiring North Dakota State head coach Matt Entz as linebackers coach. Entz led the Bison to two FCS titles, and was part of four others as defensive coordinator. And the Rangers down the Kings 4-1, Elliott with back-to-back road losses after winning a record 11 in a row away from home to start the season. Maggie, please take it back. Andrew Bogish, thank you. Jimmy is calling from Indianapolis, wants to defend you and your holiday party Okay, mishap. Jimmy. Hey, Jimmy, how are you? Good, how are you guys doing? Fantastic. How do you want to defend Bogish? Okay, so uh, you guys talked about, like, a few of the mistakes he made. Yeah. I want to preemptively defend him from the Weebos in chat. The <laughs> most adult thing you did and, like, the, you know, Hall of Famer thing you did 
was knowing when to call it quits and laying down. And for all the people in chat that are going to be calling you a rookie and saying, like, they can drink this much and they can drink that much, I want to let them know that we're all here for them and we love them. And there's some get-togethers around town where you can, you know, stand up in front of everybody and say, hi, my name is blank and I'm an alcoholic and... You know, tell them your story because what he did was the adult thing, you know, maybe beer before liquor, all that stuff. But if you're old enough to where you need to remind yourself of that, uh, you know, maybe uh, slow down a bit and take a nap when you need to like he did. So I think he did the right thing. You know, he had a wife who could look out for him. You know, maybe a cooler wife would have drawn the mustache on his face. (laughs) Jimmy, thank you. And yes, I, you know, this is a once in a while thing for bogus. I don't think there's anything real serious here. No, like I that. think I'm okay. We would not take that lightly. Yeah. Um, but yes, knowing when to call it quits is a sign of maturity. Yeah. But, but that's the thing is you really didn't know. No, <laughs> no. You I should have called it quits before the tequila shot and maybe you would have made it to the end of your own party. Uh, I mean, that, sure. Six and one, half dozen of another. <laughs> but I also could have like tried to function when like walking a couple of steps is getting a little dicey. And I did, the worst thing would have been falling asleep at the party, like on the couch, in a can't chair. You can't do that. No. So at least I got myself into well, a, that's my also, own room. You had the home field advantage. I mean, it's literally your house. Yeah. You could have locked the door, too, if you really... I'm... No, because then how my wife would have gotten in at one point. Well, like, you later know, on. listen, every man for themselves. <laughs> <laughs> how long did the party go after you were passed out? Did you figure that out? Like, how, how much did you miss? Um, I missed a good two hours and then wow. people went out from my house to a local <laughs> thing wow. so i don't even know like one person i the guy that gave me the tequila shot i texted yesterday in the afternoon and still have not heard back from him so there's no telling where he is <laughs> well i went to a party last week i told you guys about it and they had not only a huge water station like a hydration station set up also liquid iv mm. so maybe yeah. something for next no year. that's that already exists in my house Another dropped pass by me. <laughs> oh, man. You had it there and you didn't use it. Yeah. It was like a Chiefs wide receiver. <laughs> Call me Kadarius Tony. Manny, 855-212-4CBS. Bogus, thank you so much. Uh, you're going to sit in and hang because Perloff has air quotes jury duty. You know I what? I think he's pulling one over on us. We've got the staff here to send somebody like on his heels to track him, <laughs> see where he actually goes after this. Yeah, I mean, do you think he's really going to a courthouse in Brooklyn? Not every day. Unlikely story. No way. Now, to his credit, he's still waking up and doing the first three hours and 20 minutes of the show, so it'd be a hell of a ruse. The fact that he's now committed, when, when we talked about this before, he's like, oh yeah, maybe I'll be in, maybe I'm not. Then you come in today with a black eye and you're like, actually, I'm gone for three weeks. Yeah, right. He said he's got jury duty for a month and he did have a black eye because he said he got it during a pickup basketball game. Oof. I mean, I've seen some of the guys he plays pickup basketball against. These guys are not tough guys. Now, wait, are you suggesting this is like uh, 25th hour where he's getting himself beat up before going into jail to look tough? And he's like, he's just coming here. Actually, he's actually coming here on work release yeah. and then going back. <laughs> yes, to he's prison? intimidating the judge right. to try to let him out. Like, if this happened to me, what could happen to you? Maybe it's a fight club situation. Huh? Can't talk about it. <laughs> right. He would never be able to talk about it. I mean, pearl off a little bit of an anarchist. Let's be honest. Nothing oh, yeah. ever matters. Nothing you know? matters. Excuses for everything. Could be a fight club thing. Now that would be something. <laughs> I mean, pearl off a- is Tyler Durden. 
Would not have seen that one coming. They're making accommodations for him, he says. We can come and go as he pleases. Like, maybe I get there at 10, 10, 15. Doesn't matter. What court runs like that? <laughs> well, That's fair. maybe one in New York. 855 <laughs> Moving on. 855 <laughs> That's the most believable part of the whole story, is that it's chaos down there. Uh, okay, lots more to do, including, yes, the one biggest story from the weekend. Lots of football, Heisman, all that stuff. But the biggest story of the weekend, we have that for you next. Don't move. Maggie and Perloff, CBS Sports Radio. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back. Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff has gone to jury duty? Allegedly. Came in with a black eye today. Now he's got jury duty for a month. That's like the most that's happened to Perloff in like six years. All happened in the same weekend. Something doesn't add up. Now, where he could be, I have no idea. I have no idea where he'd be going. <laughs> that's the part of this thing. I just that's the that's the puzzle piece that doesn't fit. So Andrew Bogish is here to hang out, and you know, obviously the big story coming out of the weekend. Two of them. One, the Dallas Cowboys uh, take care of Perloff's Eagles, and they have their signature win now on the season. So kudos to them. And for people who say it doesn't feel different because, you know, the Cowboys always win a lot of games in the regular season. I think I beg to differ. You know, I think that Dak, his change started from the feet up. They start with the footwork. Everything has changed. They might still be a receiver short to be a Super Bowl winner. But, man, I mean, this thing looks different and the confidence is an all-time high. And then the second big story that came out was the Kadarius-Tony offsides it led to uh, negating a massive touchdown for the Kansas City Chiefs. They lose, and Mahomes goes nuts. I mean, never seen him like that, Bogus. It looked like he was on the verge of crying. I thought he was going to cry. And like, uh, I bet 30 million people were watching that game yesterday. But before that, I thought he was going to strangle somebody. That first shot that we got where it was like three teammates keeping him back, like, wasn't, at least to me, I didn't know who he was specifically angry at. Was it Tony... Was it a play-calling thing? Because I, I didn't see, you can only see the ref or the official very, like, at the edge of the yep. shot. But, yeah, I mean, I, and the crazy thing is, you mentioned, they should have been that angry after Lambeau, after the Packer yes. game. Because the pass interference call that wasn't made in that game, 
was like agree- there, it was also agreed. There's no defending that. Yeah. Like that's a straight mistake. Like that's the one that you should be angry at. The thing last night, it's frustrating, but Tony was wrong. Yes. And he and all he's gonna do is pay attention and nothing and there's no flag. And then we're talking about one of the greatest game winning plays probably of all time. It would have been an all time touchdown. It would have beaten the Bills and ultimately would have basically ended the season for the Bills. Yeah. It's already gonna be almost impossible for them to make the playoffs with all the way the way things are shaking out. But at least they're like a little there's a flicker of hope. That would have extinguished the flicker of hope. And it's massive, but the Chiefs only have themselves to blame, and they only have themselves to blame that it seems like wide receivers now have been letting them down all season long. You can't blame the defense anymore on Kansas City. This is not your older brother's Chiefs. They The defense is doing their part and more. It's now on the offense, which is wild to say about the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, the biggest story of the weekend was Shohei Otani. Otani signs with the Los Angeles Dodgers. Now, it may have been the most predictable outcome. You know, the Toronto Blue Jays rumor was Oops. was fun on Friday. But ultimately, you know, the Dodgers, the appeal of staying in Los Angeles and on the West Coast, I'm sure was massive for Otani. This is so much money. Now, it's not as much as the owners are making, so don't get me wrong. I'm, Otani should take every, every dollar. But he's never going to be able to live up to this contract. And so in some ways it's already, it's like, it's going to be a failure. Even if he wins a world series bogus, because he wins a world series, they're going to wonder why didn't you win five world series with the amount of money you're getting paid. So, I mean, the Dodgers live in that world now with how come we've only won the one in a bubble. And that was so, a, right. So like, so eh. that, so they already live in that world. So I understand that it'd be easy for that conversation to continue if they only win one, but winning one is hard. So, like, I don't, if 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 he wins one and he's the star of it, and then everything, you know, the next six or seven years are still magical Otani years, and things happen where they don't win another World Series. But that's, I, winning one to me is starts a good enough conversation. Uh, I, I I don't know. I mean, you have a guy who's not even going to pitch next year, nor should he if he's right. coming off of Tommy John. That's it's not about that, but. You have somebody who has shown right now that, yes, when they are fully healthy and at their peak, they're unbelievable. But has he shown you that his body can hold up with this kind of schedule? No. And so you just made a massive investment. And don't get me wrong, I would have done it too if I had the money and I was hoping my team would do it. But it's like, how can you be so sure that he's going to be able to physically hold up? This is his second Tommy John. And then if he's not a we pitcher, think they won't tell us what he actually had <laughs> yeah, done. Right. If you if he doesn't if he's not pitching and hitting, then why are you paying seven hundred million? The going rate for a great hitter right now is between three hundred and four hundred million. If he can't pitch and if he can't do both consistently, what did you pay for? Yeah, but I, I it's just you're in a spot where you can't not sign him. If you're on the if you're the guy that he wants to say yes to, you can't not do it. You yeah. can't walk away as frugal or as as it might be or as afraid as you might be that his arm's going to fall off. If he wants to be on your team, you got to make it happen. Well, they are deferring a lot of the payments, so the fine print is $7 million for 100 years. You know what? I saw a joke that the A's offered him $1 for seven hundred. <laughs> that that may end up being what years. it is with all this stuff because, yeah, like, they're going to pay him almost nothing now apparently. Yeah, he's he's helping them yes. be able to sign more 
players. Uh, Manny, let's get to our shot of the day. He shoots! The shot of the day is brought to you by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos Tequila is brought to you by those who drink it. Today's shot of the day, well, we're taking a shot of Pearl off, and he's not here to defend himself. Somehow, he got so wrapped up in the Eagles losing to the Cowboys, he forgot who the center is on the Eagles. And Hurts played fine. Uh, you could rip anyone you want. That was not on Jalen Hurts. And also, the center was snapping it all over the place. And I know there are a lot of Hurts haters out there, and I will answer all of them. Wait, don't you yeah. love Jason Kelsey? Now nah, he's the center? Yeah, I just I just heard yeah. him. Yeah, well, what, he just ripped Jason Kelsey. Yeah. The center. The center now. The center? Now he's the center? Oh, yeah. When he was the, when he I forgot the future we, Hall of Famer. I forgot it was Kelsey. Now he's the center. man alive finalist. There yeah. was actually, you're right, it was Kelsey. I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> I do love me some Kelsey. <laughs> Oof. Do we have concussion protocols at Odyssey? Yeah, I know. Honestly, Perloff may have gotten concussed with this mysterious black eye. However, it's just really funny to me that basically, does anyone know any center? Unless it's your team, you know your center if you're a fan. But centers aren't <laughs> widely known around the league. I don't know the like giant center. <laughs> John Michael Schmidt. Is it yeah. Bart Oates? Because only no. he's a rookie for me. <laughs> yeah, you got, know you Lindem- got Joe Lind- Tipman. I know that. Linderbaum? No, Linderbaum because he's yeah, really Lindemom. good. And he had a rough day Oh, he had a bad also. one yesterday. Yeah. Oh, I can give you Creed Humphrey from the Chiefs because that's a great name. I was name. reminded of him yesterday because they said his name on the broadcast. Yeah. Uh, let's go to Nadal. He's in Dallas. Hey, Nadal, how are you? How are you? Good morning. Congrats on your win. Appreciate you. I did a lot yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Hey, what a big mess, huh? Yeah. So my takeaways, number one, yes, the Chiefs kingdom is up in arms, I can tell you. <laughs> I know. They look that, like that whiners. Call. They sound but, like whiners. And, and I agree. We They are being whiners. We are being whiners. And let me tell you, it's not so much really, I don't think it's so much the Tony call, but I think it was. I think it was the very next call or the next play. Von Miller yeah, jumped off sides. He definitely did. Was offside yeah, and was right. not called. He left early. I, I I said it right when it happened. I thought. I think that yeah. was on was on the second and fifteen or the third and fifteen. But he, no, he the, jumped. Uh, I think it was the third. Yes. Yeah. So anyway, that was. I think that's that's what really is 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 the the root of the anger, but. Let's. I, I'm a realist Chiefs fan since 1984 when yeah. Bill Kenny was quarterback. Okay, um, I'm going to tell you this: we as Chiefs fans have got to start believing that Mahomes is not above criticism. I'm sorry, he is not the same this year. Can we agree on this? See, it's funny though, and Nadal, it's 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 big of you as a Chiefs fan to say that, and, and we're up yeah. against it. I'm so sorry, we're just up against the, the end of the show here, but thank you. I, I'm going to be honest. I still don't think it's Mahomes who's the problem. I do. I, I don't think he really does deserve the criticism. I think he acted like a bad loser yesterday, but ultimately that's forgivable. But like I, uh, I think it's the rest of the wide receiver core that really has let him down. I, I, I still don't think Mahomes deserves deserves criticism. That's it. Show's over. That's it. Jury duty for everybody. Jury, jury duty on. <laughs> Lucky us. Uh, thank you to EJ Stewart. Thank you to Manny Rodriguez. Thank you to Andrew Bogish, Andrew Kaplan. Weedos and coffee drinkers, you guys were on one today in the best way possible. Callers as well. Everyone making great points. Loved it. See you tomorrow. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.